0: look what it is we've done it uh, this was something that I talked about with with Michael who started this page for a while we decided that it would be kind of fun to start having conversations with some of the independent Christian artists that we're putting on playlists uh, if you are not familiar with who I am my name is Jonathan Jonathan Allen Wright however you want to refer to me and uh, I make music but I also work full-time in youth ministry, and I make the playlists on here for Honest Youth Pastor. And so uh, really, really, really excited to get going on this conversation. We're just waiting for our our guest of honor to hop right in. Uh, We today are having Sean Halim in. Sean is uh, an incredible musician, and he's working on some really incredible stuff. I don't want to give away too much. So, we will just wait for him to arrive. Let's, but while we're waiting, if you wanna like start putting maybe some questions in that little question bubble that's like right down here, you can do that. Uh, Questions about music, questions about production, or anything like that, uh, or maybe music and the church. And if we have time, we will uh, try to hop on and get to that. But first, I'm gonna just check in with everyone because I'm here a little bit early. Hope everyone is doing good, but it looks like we've got Sean. Wait for him to get in. Sean, yo, what's up, what's buddy? What's up, Man,
1: good what's to see up? you.
0: I have been so excited for this conversation, Same man. Here, man, Same I'm here. so. How's how's your day going? First of all, I'll start. Doing off Doing good. That.
1: Just finished good. off lunch. Uh, I'm on the West Coast, so it's on about one thirty over here. I uh, just finished up a meal.
0: Um, awesome. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) dude. So, was what you had? Was it good? Do you feel nourished from it? Was it great?
1: I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I just cooked a quick like ground turkey, threw some egg on, and I got my got my latte here. So I'm, I'm chilling.
0: You're all set. You're all (laughs) set. Well, dude, like I'm so excited. I um, really, really have enjoyed kind of going back on some of your your stuff that you've done and listening through it. Because I, I met you after you had already done a lot, but yeah. um, just finding out your connection with Alabaster Co., which, by the way, everyone who's watching, I'll give you a code that Alabaster Co. has like graciously given us to give you guys a discount on what they're making, but we'll get to some of that. But, Sean, you said yes, you gave away part of it. You're, you're based in L.A., correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah,
1: based in Los Angeles, California.
0: So how do you feel like the uh I guess we'll start off with how do you feel like the community around Christian music or even like instrumental music in in your vein what do you feel like that community is
1: like in LA right now Ooh that's a good music I mean I mean that's a good question music i mean in LA is just like it's it's popping over here yeah <laughs> <It's>, they- <laughs> there's a, there's a ton of stuff going on here so uh whether it be you know pop music, christian music, instrumental music, you know, Los Angeles has kind of all of that. Um uh you know, you I I know so many people who are doing, you know, orchestral music. I know a bunch of people who are doing pop music. Um it's just pretty much all over. And then uh when it comes to uh I guess when it comes to christian music in general, you know, I think uh I think that's uh there's a lot going on here too. I mean, there's so many churches around Los Angeles who are doing uh just really really cool stuff um there's definitely no shortage of talent um in in Los Angeles <laughs> when it comes yeah, to yeah. music so uh yeah a lot of people a lot of churches um and a lot of uh, uh, uh musicians and bands from churches are just doing uh some really really awesome things here so definitely that's no incredible. shortage of that yeah
0: dude that's that's so cool i mean that that's encouraging to hear too, because I feel like so many times people think like, "Oh man, L.A. I wonder like what the dynamic is like." Is it yeah. Unchurch-? You know, like people have yeah. this weird view sometimes of of Absolutely. California, but man, there's so many awesome churches out that way, and people just like serving the Lord and using their talents. So that's that's cool to hear from someone that's like in in it, man.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, it's it's funny because like I went to I went to USC University of Southern California. And a lot of people will, you know, they'll be like, oh, you went to USC? Like, man, that's like <laughs> the party school, you know? <laughs> like, um, but honestly, there's there's a there's a huge movement going on at USC, too. There's just so many faith-based groups over there who are just doing some really cool stuff.
0: Dude, um, so, so
1: cool. Um, yeah. It, and, uh, you know, at LA, I know there's a lot of stigma over LA or even USC or whatever. Um, but honestly, God's moving here, too. Um, cool. So, yeah, that's awesome, dude. Well, like let's let's talk about
0: here. Obviously, you're involved in like the the Christian music, independent Christian music stuff, and so actually, yeah. I see a question here. Someone said, "What's the purpose of the live?" The purpose well, we'll of this right now <laughs> is so we we clearly we make playlists and everything like that here that we suggest music for people to listen to, and we try to find uh, obviously stuff that's kind of in the vein of CCM and hymns. But yes, then we sir. also have a playlist that's for independent creators, which I think is really important. I think you and I would both say is important that we have so many people who are using a gift to just write music, and, and you're one of those people and that's doing it really well. And so we're thank just you, having this you. conversation with you. But I do want to ask, how did you get involved with music at all, and then how did that yeah. lead
1: to you uh, connecting it with your relationship with the Lord? Ooh, that's a That's a great question. Um, so, uh, I'll try to, I'll try to keep it short. Uh, but, uh, uh, basically I, I, I grew up in a very, uh, non-musical family, actually, oh, believe yeah. it or not. Uh, none of my family really plays music whatsoever. <laughs> um, so, you know, when I was a kid, I think my parents found me with this little toy keyboard and kind of like sounding out songs on the keyboard at like three or four years old and they're like all right so this kid has a gift (laughs) that's awesome so they just threw me into uh threw me into classical piano um and um kind of got started there you know and uh really took off for me um but along the years i just kind of i was a real curious kid too i just wanted to get um my hands on like any instrument that i could find so along the way you know picked up guitar picked up bass drums you know, went through orchestra and school and stuff. So, uh, violin, viola, cello, um, the whole shebang. So I was just, yeah, just really, really intrigued. And I think, um, you know, wh- where it got to me, where like music and faith kind of crossed over, um, uh, I moved churches around, at, I'd say like around middle school or so. And, um, one of my, um, the worship pastor who is just an amazing mentor to me to this day mm. um but pretty much gave me my first like synthesizer um and uh electronic keyboard and i'm like what is this you know like you can produce yeah. all these different sounds and stuff like that uh uh you know on just like a just a keyboard and i kind of fell in love with that and i you know definitely got more into like ccm um yeah. And that was my way of connecting to God. You know, that was just like something that was just a huge passion for me ever since I was a kid music. And um, I saw how um, God used music, you know, to impact people. Um, I've seen a lot of people's lives change just because, you know, they'll enter into a church service or whatever and they'll really like, they'll really enjoy the music. And be impacted by it, you know. Right. I mean, you know, you don't even have to need a faith background to know that music impacts people on an emotional right. level. Um, right. So, yeah, I think uh, I think that was probably the biggest kicker for me was just like seeing how God used music and um, used my music um, to impact people in a crazy way. So, um, I think that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I I yeah. think it's it's so. Uh,
0: And, you know, you and I, we kind of had a – we were in another conversation about Mm -hmm. yesterday about uh, how we can experience God through music, and it ended up that basically the conversation was leaning towards the fact that a characteristic of God is to be creative and that a characteristic of of God actually is said to be that he sings over us is something that is said – and so that, you know, music is connected to the character of, of God in this way. And so I, I think that that ability to appreciate music for – some sometimes it doesn't even have – that doesn't have lyrics like what yeah. you, what you do. Yeah. That appreciation is like a common grace from God that we're able to say, wow, this is a beautiful piece of music. This is something that is – pointing towards the ultimate creator which is Absolutely. so cool and and i think that your your music being mostly i mean you're involved in other corporate worship things but the idea that your music is instrumental is a really unique portion of this yeah because yeah. i think it would be sometimes easy for people to say well it's instrumental does it count as <laughs> is it christian music you know but it is sure. the motivation that it was that it was made under. So, but we'll we'll get back to that. But I loved hearing how you kind of experienced God and and how that changed how you made music. Now, yeah, yeah. What was you've already mentioned that you didn't grow up in like a musical family, but yeah. what was your experience with the Lord when you were like? in youth group age, like where you involved yeah, yeah, in the youth yeah. group, what was that like?
1: Well, um, you know, I, I grew up in a town that was uh, um, pretty, uh, I, I'd say it had a lot of privilege, you know, I grew up in a um, pretty good school system and all that, but um, my youth group, I think, um, you know, we used to to reach out to communities where you would say, you know, are like the, the bad communities or like, mm. kind of like, uh, would, would, uh, the, the students who wouldn't do well at school or, you know, would get kind of involved in the wrong things. And we would reach out there and here I was like goody two shoes, you know, grew up in church, like knew the Bible straight up and, yeah. uh, surrounded by just like a bunch of kids that, that didn't look like me, that weren't mm. like me, um, that, um, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think would be the typical youth group kid, and um, you know, and and I, I was you know I was just kind of in a weird like is this the upside down like what is going yeah. on you know, <laughs> um, but I think the cool thing is that um, that was the first time that I legit saw people's lives change, hmm. um, and I saw these kids again who you know people might quote like what are they doing in church. Um, they started following Jesus and Mm -hmm. kind of gave their lives over. And, um, you know, to this day, I'm still friends with a bunch of them. And um, that was kind of my first impact of like growing up, um, you know, not just knowing the head knowledge and not just seeing like, you know, I know all the, you know, all the Bible verses or whatever. Um, But this was like real life faith coming into action. Like these are actual people's lives being changed. And that was my first experience of that as a kid. Um, So yeah, I think, I think that probably answers it. Dude, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that, you know,
0: we, that we actually kind of have that in in common. I I grew up very involved in, in Mm. the church. My, my dad, he pastored for many years and then he became a, a worship leader when I was in youth group age. Yeah. And, you know, seeing how the Lord affected how people were living their lives every day and, and also seeing my parents live that out as well mm-hmm. was was so important to how I am now because it, it was not this, this view of, you know, God is culturally this or, totally. or this is – do I need to be good enough or act this way? Yeah. Instead, it was – that I saw the life change that came to all of these important people around me and to my peers that were that were in the group with me. I saw how Jesus was changing, how they acted, how they spoke, how they treated others. And that was really um, a, a big part of of my growth, you know, spiritually. Yes, sir. Yeah. And so I, I love that we we have that whole thing right there in common as well and and it's such a a blessing honestly to be able to say yeah man that that was how how things went down with us Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so we're we're, i do want to talk about your project that's coming up here you know I, i like i i wanted to touch base on who you are and and how you got involved in music but now we're looking at you have been working on this and you just released the the song Love, which is yeah. a lo-fi instrumental song and you've released it with, with Alabaster Co. Now explain I guess how you got involved with with Alabaster Co. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. What that what y'all do there.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um well if uh I guess just a little context behind Alabaster, Alabaster Co. if you don't know who they are. Um, but you can, uh, I'll, I'll put their Instagram on the comments here. Um, yeah. but they're basically a, uh, a faith driven company. Um, you know, we, uh, they believe in, in intersecting art with faith. Um, so, uh, the story was that one of the founders, you know, he, he came to faith in college and received a Bible. Um, and you know, just if you, if you, you know, obviously we've, I think we've seen <laughs> yeah. Bibles, you know, and they're like these thick books with just like words, And words and words and words, you know, and there's um, not really any design to it or any whatever, you know, it's just kind of words, you know, it looks like a textbook, any other textbook or whatever, and no pictures. No pictures, yeah. No pictures. Um, (laughs) uh, So, you know, so he saw it and, you know, was just kind of, uh, you know, turned off by it, I guess. He kind of struggled
0: to. I, I kind of can relate to that because yeah. I, my brain sometimes has almost like a like an ADHD thing where yeah. <laughs> when I'm trying to read, sometimes if it's a lot of words and it's not broken up specifically or, or something to help me focus in and, and catch that, obviously, like the Holy Spirit can catch our attention through Scripture. But I think Absolutely. that there are tools that can be used creatively. Um, But yeah, continue. I would say that that's, I relate to that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think a lot of people do, but, um, so he saw this need and, and kind of teamed up with, um, uh, an artist at at USC. Um, and these are both USC friends of mine, but he teamed up with an artist photographer and, um, decided to make, um, just, uh, to, to make the Bible look beautiful. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can grab one of these, these books here. Um, but it, see my messy room. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, it basically looks a little something, let me grab Proverbs, basically looks a little something like that. Um, That's so cool. Backwards, of course, but um, it's, uh, you take the books of the Bible, and he just basically redesigned them, made them look real nice and pretty, um, and um, um, added, you know, beautiful artwork and imagery to it. And that's basically what, what ended up becoming Alabaster. Um, so, um, yeah, that's basically it. Um, how we started to get into music, um, they asked, they started asking me to, um, put music to these books, you know, and, uh, um, basically what, what we did, you know, they would release something like Proverbs and they'd ask me to, um, create a song based on Proverbs, you know, and create kind of this listening experience to go along with your reading experience, Mm. you know? Um, yeah. so, so that's basically it. That's how I got into the music. And, um, now we're launching a full length album, you know, beginning of this year, uh, we talked about, um, releasing a lo-fi album, a yeah. lo-fi instrumental album. And, uh, lo-fi is, is super in right now. You know, it's definitely something that I put on just, you know, while I'm yeah. doing work or going to sleep or whatever, you know? Which, which poses a great question. Like, yeah. I'm, I, I'm familiar with,
0: with lo fi, obviously because we're we're having this conversation too. Mm-hmm. But for those who may think, What in what is like what in the world it's lo fi? I've never heard of it. You know? Yeah. How would how would you explain what that is to them? Which may yeah, be yeah, kind yeah. of an interesting
1: thing. Absolutely. Well I think Lo Fi, um, I believe it stands for low Fidelity. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of days, you know, or nowadays, I feel like music is made on such this high standard where everything is just perfect and pristine. And what I love about lo-fi is that, um, it creates, uh, you don't have to be, you know, Bruno Mars or Justin Bieber or whatever yeah. to make it like it, it, it. You could literally be in your bedroom and make lo-fi music. It, you know, um, produce lo-fi music from home, from any yeah. music program that you can find. Um, it's this imperfect sort of music and, um, you know, it's heavily based in, in chill beats. Like it has a lot of roots in R and B hip hop, Mm -hmm. um, alternative R and B, um, whatever you want to call it. And, um, it's basically just that it's just a couple, you know, sometimes it's instrumental. Sometimes they put lyrics to it. Um, but, um, yeah, they'll, you know, you can put lo-fi music to, to whatever, um, I had a conversation with someone, and they said that uh, lo-fi music was Gen Z's classical music.
0: That's and I found that, like,
1: pretty, yeah, that's that's a yeah, fantastic description. You know, back in the, the days where you put classical music as easy listening, you know, and yeah, putting it on cool. just to, to kind of have in the background. Nowadays, we put on lo-fi music as yeah. easy listening, you know, in the background, so... I mean that's yeah. th- that's exactly what what
0: I'll do is I will and and what's so cool is that this is uh, something that is creatively being partnered with the reading of scripture because yes, sir. I think there are are so many times that I'll be wanting to listen to worship music or to listen to something while I'm spending time in uh you know in my devotions or in scripture because my brain needs that to help me yeah. focus and yeah. so the fact that that's actually like the purpose of what you're making is what's so unique and what also kind of <laughs> caught my attention was yeah. that yes there is already lo-fi but that there are christians that are actively being creative in putting this you know this together for yes, that yeah. purpose and so yep, this yep, yep. this next project you've got happening tell me about That idea, because you've told me a little bit about it, but you can tell everyone else. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, the album is called Fruit and it's based on the fruit of the spirit in Galatians. uh, Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. Kind I think I missed one, <laughs> well, oh, no. you got it. there though. you go. There you go. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm. I was trying to riff them off up my brain, but you yeah. got it. Um, but uh, yeah. So it's based off of that, and um, we basically took each track or took each uh, treat, I should say, love, joy, peace, all that, yeah. and um, you know, I kind of started with with the scripture. So I went into the Bible and just you know, what are the themes of uh, joy that come up in the Bible, what are the themes of gentleness that come up in the Bible, and um, cross-referenced cross it with a bunch of different scriptures, and, um, you know, basically, like, you know, did my research on <laughs> it, like, posted yeah. a paper, you know, basically made a paper on it, and um, that was my starting point, because I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, when you read the scriptures, sometimes ours, there it is um when Very you fine. read the scriptures uh it gives you sometimes an emotional response right in the same right. way that that music might give you an emotional response so we took that and tried to put it into music you know um basically what um what characteristics of joy do you get what characteristics of of gentleness you know what yeah. makes that um that trait you know and try to make a soundtrack to that a lo-fi soundtrack <laughs> dude that's
0: I, yeah. it's it's so it's so unique in that approach. And I love mm. the fact that there was like that you put in the study into each of those different traits, those different spiritual fruits. And and I, yeah. I always have loved the entire phrasing of fruits of the spirit, because that yeah. just implies that that fruit can only grow from the spirit Absolutely. And, and our relationship with the Lord. And so just knowing that there's this instrumental Track That is related to this certain fruit of that spirit is so incredible. Now, how did you, uh, did you have to approach each song and say, how does this certain fruit make me
1: feel in this moment? Was that how you approached this? Kind of, um, and actually, I see in the comments, you know, kind of like like Jonathan Ogden. Yeah. Uh, funnily enough, he is on the album. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, big, yeah, that's um, awesome, dude. Yeah, this this is a collaborative album. I think I, I forgot to, I forget to mention that too. This, um, we've collabed with artists like Jonathan Ogden, yeah. Joe Bay, Turtle Doves, um, you know, a, a bunch more, and um, you know, we kind of sent them this and said, you know, these are our thoughts on the fruit of the spirit. You know, you right. can do your own personal study too, but we're trying to, yeah, basically, you know, how does this trait relate to you in a musical sense? You yeah. know, um, so I know, uh, for example, for for um, Jonathan's track, he uh, did uh, he did patience, he did mm. patience, and um, with patience, he kind of did this uh, really cool effect um, where um, he basically just put a clock you know, the sound of a ticking mm. clock in there. And um, I was like, that's super symbolic and super, yes, you know, yeah. um, just, uh, and, and basically went off the tempo of a ticking clock, um, off yeah. the speed of a ticking clock. Um, for one of my tracks, Self Control, um. Uh. the last one that's probably one of my favorites that I made Um. I just included a bunch of like broken glass in the percussion because hmm. sometimes it just feels like you're walking on broken glass and you're trying to oh, control man. yourself you know um, that's so good that's such a
0: yeah. great imagery that's going to completely change even how I'll listen to that one Yeah. because yeah, it would yeah. have been the one of those things that man I love that it would have just probably gone under the radar unless you're told And but that detail is going to Completely change that mm-hmm. that whole mm-hmm. thing, yeah, yeah. That's so cool.
1: There's a lot of hidden gems. There's a lot of Easter eggs, uh, definitely yeah. the album. But again, it all it all comes off of Scripture. It all comes off of yeah. you know. This is kind of how Scripture has moved us to to write the track.
0: That's that's so cool. I I love the fact that you even paralleled this to, you know, this generation's classical music because what we find is that a lot of classical pieces were written by believers and that Absolutely. they were written uh, based on what they were viewing in Scripture and and the emotion around that. And they were creatively putting that out there just to demonstrate, again, that trait that we're, we're all given of creativity from being made in the image of God. And so yeah, seeing yeah. that also completely apply to this project that y'all are working on is just so – uh, just so incredible, man. Um mm, thank you. So it's you. it's really cool. And before and before I give the the coupon code for Alabaster yeah. code for all the followers, I have I have one more question. This one is sure, for what you. I would maybe consider like the gear heads, as we would say, the people who love musical gear. And yeah. I wanted to ask one. So what is right now, what is either your favorite piece of equipment Ooh. or a favorite plugin for your recording program yeah. that you are just—I mean, you're all about it right now. Right now, mine is is VHS by Baby Audio, which nice. is for—it's yeah, yeah. uh, you know, just a plugin and it makes everything warbly. I love it. But yes. right now, gear or a plugin, what are you using right now that you just love?
1: Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I gotta or say, both. current uh, <laughs> or both? Yeah. I'll i will yeah. throw, throw both in. Uh, currently, my favorite um, piece of equipment. I mean, I, I, I run a Nord keyboard. I love oh, Nords lovely. and I think, um, they're, you know, the most realistic piano sounds in a yes. keyboard. Um, uh, I love the B3, that organ sound in there too. Um, whenever I play gospel sets or whatever, I'm constantly writing the, the organ on that. Um, yeah. and as for plugging, um, I've recently discovered East West, uh, Hollywood strings, Oh. and uh if you are a classical um composer or producer whatever um east west again just has taken my classical compositions i mean if you look at the alvast originals um a lot of it are just east west hollywood strings um mixed in uh you know to some some real violin sounds as well um but uh east west just really sounds so cinematic and so um real <laughs> you know there's yeah. so much you can do with it and it's not that expensive either so yeah if you're uh if you're a, a composer out there that that's looking for some violin or some orchestral sounds i highly recommend that <laughs>
0: that's awesome i'm gonna i'm gonna go back and have to i'm gonna remember yeah. that one because i yeah. want to use it as well and then again before we get to the the last thing here i took right before you hopped in. i said if you have a, a random question for us or for sean send it our way and i thought this one might be fun right here um basically we got one from someone named uh gabrielle or gabriel fritz it says the funniest recording experience you've had
1: Ooh. um the funniest recording experience i had um that's a good question I would have to say um, that's a, that's a fantastic question. I would, yeah, I would just say the times that, you know, recording is a weird experience, especially when you're in a studio with the band and stuff and you're just recording for hours on hours on hours at end and you kind (laughs) of lose your mind a little bit. Yeah. You go Um, a little crazy. You do go a little crazy. So, um, you know, and you just try it, you know, you just start throwing out, all these random ideas so yeah. um there was one time where we were recording in san diego actually where um the same studio that that switchfoot recorded nothing is sound oh, um nice i'm blanking out on the name right now but it's i'm blanking out um but uh that's stu- that same studio um probably one of the funniest uh moments was just you know um we just needed cello on something and uh um I haven't played cello in like years. So I'm like super rusty. But it was just hilarious to like get the cello out and then <laughs> I guess here's here's a here's a tip too is to get a good engineer cuz they can make you sound incredible. That's So, so true. this dude's making me sound like Yo-Yo Ma on the cello. I haven't played like in ages. So I think that yeah. was pretty trippy and just it's just pretty funny to 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 do. So
0: Yeah, yeah. I And I'll, I'll tell you mine because it sticks out. I didn't know that. I just looked at the question right before one of my funniest experiences was, so whenever I'm recording any, any music, most of the time I get my really good friend Blake Bolton to play some electric parts. The man just, I I don't know how his brain even works with this, but (laughs) it's this, it's this one day where uh, my wife and I, we had him and his wife to our house and yeah. they were hanging out. And then me and Blake, we go in the studio room and we're just, we're like, we're going to get some sort of song out here and we're, <laughs> we're working on it. And we're like, Oh, this is, Oh my goodness. This is so, this is great. This is turning out so good. And we worked for a couple hours on it. yeah. So then we're so excited about it that we, we like, you know, I call my wife and he calls his wife in there. We're like, you've got to listen, this is going crazy. This just this instrumental part. And, uh, we start playing it, and we're both kind of looking at them for the approval. You know, like, uh-huh. what do y'all think? And they both kind of look at each other, and they're like, this sounds like Dancing Queen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> and that's so happened to me, too, man. We but... ended up
0: just completely deleting the song, because all we did was recreate oh Dancing gosh. Queen. That's and, uh, you know, no wonder it was so catchy,
1: because yeah, it yeah. already existed. It, yeah, that happens, man. <laughs> that's definitely happened one. to me, too. Uh, yeah.
0: Well... Well, I guess for everyone – wait for it. We've got a, a coupon code that Alabaster Co., if you want to go pick up one of their their books of the Bible or even just the whole collection. I know that yeah. I'm going to be doing that with this as well because they're yes. so incredible. Is uh, We've got a coupon code. They've given it 15% off, and it is – are you ready? You can write it down, everybody. It is write it down. Honest. 15. That's that's all together. Honest 15 will get you 15% off an order. But also, we're going to go ahead and we're going to put up a swipe up link for the single that they just released last week. Correct me if I'm wrong, the, the album comes out the 10th. Is that this Friday?
1: Right? yeah 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 so the album is coming out on friday the 10th at midnight eastern time so there if you're on the go. west coast like me it'll be thursday technically <laughs> uh, you at get it 9 a p.m early. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we get it a little i don't know a little bit earlier again. i don't know how that, that math man. checks out
0: it still weeds my brain out but you, <laughs> you kind of you know, get it, it
1: early for us yeah if you're i mean i see people <laughs> tuning in from all around the world so i guess yes. you can get it really early so, yes uh, they are all gonna get it yeah
0: but go go listen to their music, Sean, you've already put out several tracks with them, but uh, I'm really excited about this one. Like I said, we'll put up a swipe-up link for the track Love that's already out. And, man, just thank you so much for hopping on here. Um,
1: was looking forward to this and yeah, man, just same. had a great time, man. Yeah. Can I say yeah. one more thing, actually? Just Absolutely. one more pitch. Uh If you go to Alabaster's Instagram right now, at Alabaster underscore co, um, and you click on the link in their bio to pre-save the album, yes, um, you'll you automatically be entered to win the complete collection of Bible books. Uh, so oh. that is like a ridiculous deal. So go ahead and uh, pre-save, uh, pre-save the album because um, it comes out Friday pretty soon. Yeah. So,
0: in, yeah. in fact, what I'll do because – and pre-saves – help artists so much by the way i don't think people understand and have been educated on that but absolutely that's that's part of what i want to do with these streams is is let people know this pre-saving an album especially for independent artists is such a huge help and so we'll actually we'll put up a a swipe up link as well for the pre-save to help you guys out and to also hopefully Get somebody the entire set of the yeah. Master Code books, which is yeah. unbelievable. So, that would be, uh, that would be crazy, dude! Thanks for hopping on, talking about the Lord, talking about youth ministry stuff, and Should music, be. and it just was was so enjoyable. I really uh, enjoyed getting to have this conversation. Hopefully, Absolutely. we'll keep up the connection and keep talking more about this stuff. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. All right. Well, yeah. hey, everybody! Remember, honest fifteen is the code. <laughs> And this is Sean. Just go check out his music. And uh, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to Absolutely. you all later. All right, see you. God bless. See you. Thanks, man.